Hi Hester, how are you doing? Hey, hey how are you? Great, thank you. I've been really looking forward to chatting to you because um, I just absolutely love your brand. Oh, thank you. You too as well. Is- oh, thank you very much. Um, today we're chatting with the wonderful Hester, who's the founder of Breast Dressed. And Breast Dressed is a pregnancy and maternity line of clothing that's sustainable and fashion forward really cool and just looks fabulous oh thanks <laughs> um so i thought it'd be really good if you can start by like telling us a little bit about more about you and your background sure so hi i'm hester um i'm 32 and i currently live in london so i'm originally from leicester um and i'm a designer so i've been in the industry as a designer for 10 plus years i did fashion design at uni um and then i lived in hong kong for six years um doing design and so that was obviously amazing and learning loads of different things about the industry and you know traveling all over to different factories and stuff and then we moved back to london three and a half years ago um and time has just yeah time's just flown actually i can't believe i've been back here three and a half years um and yeah that's pretty much me (laughs) amazing what's say hong kong like as a place to live oh amazing just mm-hmm. like party central it's definitely a work hard play hard kind of place wow amazing it's not somewhere i've been but somewhere i'd love definitely to go yeah uh, i think yeah working abroad just it does widen your perspective like i worked in chicago for a couple of years after i graduated uni and it was just incredible just uh yeah just live a little differently for a while just yeah a bit more it feels like you're in just a completely different world and the people you meet and yeah really really fun experience amazing and i bet a lot of the stuff that you learned while working in hong kong has probably informed your brands just now has it yeah definitely i think um just seeing a lot of what i've seen um in various factories and stuff i think that's one of the reasons i wanted to you know focus on making it in the uk and supporting sort of businesses um, back here and being a bit closer to home um, and being in a bit bit more of control of sort of what's um, going on. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, before we get on to all that, I guess, it'd be really good to hear more about how the Breast Dress brand came around. All right. So I think I've kind of always felt like I wanted to have my own sort of company, like at some stage um, during my life and think last year I was kind of just like it's now or never like I've got sort of I'm settled in London we're in our flats I've got nothing like no one depending on me so yeah it was a kind of now or never moment and so I went down to part-time in January and just yeah just thought I'd give it a go and and then the whole maternity thing I mean I'm not a mum myself but all my friends um kind of started having children and just kept hearing people say that there just wasn't really much choice out there for maternity clothes. Um, so I was like, that can't be true, come on. So then, yeah, I started doing my research and I was like, actually, there really isn't that much choice out there that if you want something a bit more like unique or special or like just a bit more sort of cooler, I guess. Um, yeah, I just felt like it was a lot of striped jersey dresses. <laughs> It is, yeah, it's hard because I think a lot of people don't want to in or choose not to invest in maternity wear because you're not really going to keep wearing it. 
Yeah. Um, and you get stuck wearing the same outfit for like, you know, three or four months. It's pretty brutal sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And then my friends obviously then like embarked on the breastfeeding journey. And then that mm. was like a whole another thing of finding clothes that were suitable to breastfeeding. Um, especially I think they were struggling eat, like during the summer, like finding something that was cool enough to wear, but you could like have like easy access. So, you know, I've got a I've got an interest in sustainability and I wanted my clothes to have longevity and versatility. So, you know, as a designer, I wanted to look at kind of solving that issue for them. Um, so, yeah, so I've tried to design a collection that's, you know, suitable for all stages of maternity and then has the breastfeeding access. And then I've tried to make it subtle enough that you can then still wear your um, the outfits long after pregnancy as well. That's incredible. Um, I know a, a lot of the like gingham style dresses and stuff like that that you that you had um, yeah. on your Instagram looked incredible, and I would definitely have worn them, even though yeah. I'm not feeding at all. I think people are really drawn to the designs and the, the materials and the fabrics that you're using in your brand. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> what kind of um, stuff do you do then to ensure that it's breastfeeding friendly? The clothes that you design. Um, so they've all got um, uh, seams basically that run down here and it's a placket with um press studs so it's just really easy to just pop open and pop closed again and then because it's sort of in a placket they're hidden and um, so it's quite um yeah quite subtle and then I've also got a jumpsuit that's got um buttons on each shoulder and then they just like fold down like a bib right okay brilliant I think yeah jumpsuits are a total staple aren't they if you can have like a really cool good jumpsuit that you can layer or wear however you want and you're totally rocking it yeah definitely love a jumpsuit <laughs> amazing and where do you get um, your design inspiration from um hmm. just sort of just market research really like all the shapes and things are just shapes that i love anyway like i love that sort of whole minimal um kind of scandinavian vibe that you'd get in like cos or you know quite just easy shapes and then the function of it i was just loads of market research like looking at sort of seraphine and um you know jojo mal and baby and just i'm trying to see different ways that i could do it um i hadn't actually seen the placket with the poppers but i don't understand why why i mean maybe it is out there somewhere but i hadn't seen it so I just yeah just started experimenting and asking people to try and see if it was workable and yeah kind of just made sense amazing and um you launched just at the start of lockdown is that right oh I did yes <laughs> it's been crazy <laughs> I know what a time to launch but it looks like you're you know you're having a lot of success how are things going yeah, do you know what? I think it's actually kind of, obviously, aside from it being an awful, um, awful situation that we're going through, it's actually kind of been a blessing in disguise. Um, so I was due to launch in April anyway, but then that obviously got put on hold because I was supposed to be working with a factory who obviously had to close down um, in March. So then, um, so then it was a case of finding another team to work with. So I spent a lot of time on people per hour, talking to various freelancers, like seamstresses, pattern cutters. But then obviously, because we were in lockdown, I couldn't see them. And um, so yeah, it was a bit of a long process, but it's actually been great. I've got, you know, I've met some really great people who 
are just amazing at what they do and it's kind of meant that I can be a lot more flexible in how I'm working um and yeah it's yeah it's it's been really nice actually and I was also put on furlough from my other job so it obviously that meant I had full time to just work mm. on rest rest so actually I think if it wasn't for COVID I'm I think I would have actually struggled to launch this summer. Hmm, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, and because you had to change your business model in terms of not working with a factory and working with seamstresses from their own home, is that something you're going to continue to do? I think so. Because um, obviously I was trying to find a factory with really low MOQs because I don't want to be sort of placing orders for and sitting on loads of stock and I just feel like it's not really a very sustainable way of working. Um, but since uh, meeting my seamstress and, you know, we've, you know, she's amazing. Like it's only a two to three week turnaround for a made to order piece. So, so yeah, mm. so, I mean, so far it's, it's going well. So I'd like to kind of keep up, um, keep up that side of things, I think. That's amazing. And it's just such a nice brand story as well to be able to like show your supply chain, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. To, you can actually show the face of the person that's making your clothes, which is just incredible. Yeah, no, it's, I think, yeah, I think it's really nice to see who's sort of behind the scenes. Um, yeah, I think especially at the moment when like just transparency and branding is just so important. 100%, completely agree. Um, yeah. And you are really focused on sustainability, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So how are you trying to bring that into your brand? Um, so I think obviously the last couple of years obviously the fashion industry has just had a really you know there's just been a lot of bad press for the fashion industry in in general um so yeah my sort of thought on the sustainability is obviously starting with my fabrics and my trims so I'm sourcing everything from UK businesses and up until now everything I've sourced has been dead stock so it's mm. like surplus fabric from various brands and stuff that they obviously don't need anymore and um, so then companies get them and sell them on so yes so yeah so that's why kind of also once one color is gone it's gone I can't repeat and get that same fabric again um, but that kind of keeps it exciting as well like I love I love sourcing fabric and same on the trims like all my trims are um, again dead stock and my buttons are either made from vegetable pulp or recycled cotton um so yeah so product wise um that's sort of how I'm going down the sustainability route and then and manufacturing wise like, like I said it's all made to order it's made ethically in the UK with a seamstress who she's a business woman in her own right she's amazing um and she works from her own studio at her house um and then also it, I guess it kind of helps on the carbon footprint as well because I'm not you know shipping loads of things from overseas and yeah, so there's a few different aspects um, to, yeah, to try and make it sustainable. That's incredible. I didn't realise your fabric was all dead stock. That's that's a brilliant idea. That's absolutely fab. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've like, actually oh. just uh, been working on for secondhand September. I know I'm a bit late because it's not <laughs> it's not September anymore. Um, but I was buying sort of old denim shirts from charity shops and things and I've been like um cutting them up and my seamstress has worked on some denim pieces like mixing it all together so yeah just trying to have fun with it really and create some new exciting things that's so cool and it, it just goes to show what you can create with 
you know, things that people, other people consider to be dead stock or secondhand. You really can bring new light to yeah. things like that. It's amazing. Yeah. One man's trash is another man's treasure or however the saying goes. Are there any other like sustainable brands that you really admire? Um, so I've come across a couple lately that are just brands that I'm just obsessed with now. But there's one called Painter Jacket. <gasps> Me too. I'm desperate to buy one. I love them. God, I've so I've registered for their batch number five, the wool yes. one. Me and, too. Um, wool one, yeah. I just I just yeah. want to be friends with them. <laughs> like um yeah, they're incredible. Yeah, they're just so cool. So yeah, well, as you already know, they only launch um, a couple of batches a year. And the idea is that people pre-order them so that they're only making exactly what needs to be made. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, just the whole process. Like yesterday, I received an e email from them, which was a sort of newsletter showing me how, like, the wool fabric's being made. And they were just surrounded by, like, piles of um, wool. And, yeah, just a really lovely brand. Yeah, I think that that brand is an amazing example of sustainability and how you can, you know, use it to your advantage almost as a company, you know, you know, that limited yeah. edition feel, people really want to be part of it and bringing people on the journey with you is just incredible. Definitely, definitely, definitely makes you feel special. It's really, yeah, really cool. Um, and then there's another one I've come across lately called Gung Ho, who um, I saw she had a Kickstarter campaign and her stuff's really cool. She does all these really beautiful prints and embroideries, um, but they all sort of have a message behind them. So her latest collection is all about climate change. Um, so, and yeah, it, you order something and it comes with like a little booklet and it's like a story of why that, so I've got a jumper with like a tiger on um, and it's about these tigers who, because of the rising sea levels are, you know, having to leave their home and yeah, just really cool, like, a, like, awareness like creating awareness of stuff so yeah really cool it's proper purposeful clothing isn't it yeah yeah definitely yeah. that's yeah. so nice how kind of fashion is going in that direction so like speaking to moon mama vintage last week was really good as well because obviously she's talking about sustainability and vintage clothing yeah. and it just seems like there's something in the air like things have really shifted now maybe lockdowns contributed to that less access to to shops anyway you know to fast yeah. fashion brands. but people are being more considerate as to what they're buying definitely yeah definitely which is yeah definitely a step in the right direction <laughs> oh for sure absolutely um and what do you love most then about breast dressed about about the brand about being your own boss about designing um so like the designing and product development aspect for me has always been like, well, it's the it's the part that I know in and out. So I really enjoy that. And then, yeah, being your own boss is great. <laughs> like, you know, if you want to, you want an extra hour in bed, you can, it's fine. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's just really satisfying being in control of your own time and, you know, having your little to-do list and you're like, right, doing this, doing that, and then connecting with people. And it's, it's kind of been, there's been a lot of times when I've been very much out of my comfort zone, um, but it's been such a great learning curve and I feel like I've met so many amazing people and I just feel part of this little community now, um, yeah. like of mums and of, 
like business women and yeah it's just it's the whole thing has just been really great really great yeah it's, it's amazing to see it grow from like zero to to where you're at today isn't it such a sense of achievement yeah yeah I think sometimes I don't really I don't know it's hard to actually think about it and then what could you because you're just in it it just kind of feels normal and then when you take a step back and you're like oh actually like this didn't even exist a few months ago um yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool yeah it's amazing you should definitely take steps back as often as you can and give yourself a pat on the back for what you're achieving for sure definitely what's next in the product line then have you got any autumn winter stuff are you are you going seasonal i know seasonal is not really a thing that fashion brands are edging towards anymore like what's next for best dress so i'm trying not to go seasonal so i'm basically working on keeping a couple of um the same styles i already have but just doing them in different fabrics i'm just experimenting now with um some uh denim and trying to source them like corduroy and um st- i'm still going to have the linen but it's going to be in darker colors so i've got black and a navy um but again because i'm trying to source dead stock it's kind of a case of what i can find mm-hmm. um so yeah so i need to do a bit of a uh autumn winter photo shoot i think just so people can see how it can be worn you know layered up with you know polo necks underneath or like chunky boots and um, yeah, it can. I think it can definitely be versatile and worn in the winter. So I just need to um, work on showing that. I think. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah, now, it's a classic piece, so it can definitely be mixed up with a leather jacket or however you want to wear it. For sure. Um, yeah. What about, yeah. What about Christmas then? If there's any lovely mums that are are watching this that want to get their orders in for Christmas, um, is there like a lead time on your products? Do you need to order by a certain day. I feel like I've not. Um, so our turnaround time is two to three weeks. So if you did want something like for Christmas, um, I guess you just need to order sort of early December. Um, and the other thing as well, obviously I have um, on my website the inventory, but I don't, all, you know, if your size or preferred color isn't showing as online, just send me a message because quite often I can be flexible and change things around. Um, oh, yeah. That's amazing. Fabulous. And what are your plans for the future then with Breast Dressed? What are your hopes for the next couple of years? Oof. Um, oof. I don't know. <laughs> I wait, Obviously, I would love to go full time on it. Um, so it's just a case at the minute, I feel like it's a bit of a juggling act. Um, and then, yeah, I just want to keep raising awareness and keep, you know, keep helping mums feel great again and feel like themselves and comfortable yeah. yet functional yeah so yeah I think you're doing a great job of that because that's definitely one thing when you become a mum you do lose yourself and fashion something that you lean on is something that you used to use for your own identity so being able to yeah. you know find clothes that kind of represent how you see yourself um is really really important I think more important than a lot of people yeah. realize yeah sure. yeah I'm definitely learning that the more and more people I speak to <laughs> for sure and then I guess just to finish up then um how did you come up with the name it's such a good name uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a tongue twister it was actually um my friend who I was um 
working in the co-working space and we were desk buddies and yeah she's like the queen of puns she's um i don't know if you follow her on instagram she's called care it out sleep consultant um so okay. she's a baby baby sleep expert and yeah she yeah she just loves the pun and she was like what about breast rest and i was like yeah <laughs> done it's <laughs> really coming up with a name is just so hard yeah it is definitely a bit of a challenge isn't it i don't know whose name yeah. is more of a tongue teaser boobling or breast rest yeah that's true i love boobling though it's so good i love your branding so oh thank you thank you very much i feel like we almost like need to say each name like continuously for like 10 seconds and see who manages it you know like boobling 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 that's breast plus it's a proper challenge but like Hester from Breast Rest. It's just like, oh, there's too many S's and T's. Oh, yeah. Hester, Best Rest, yeah. And yeah, I'm from okay. Leicester as well. So it's like, oh, God. <laughs> Hester from Leicester, Best Rest. Right, you win then. You win this title. I don't want it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Hester, thank you so much for chatting to us about Breast Rest and for telling us more about the brand. Um, just, yeah, just love the style, the design, the sustainability. And, the the impact is just great that you're having so um yeah just wait to see where it goes next really yeah exciting <laughs> thank you Brilliant. very much for having me no like problem we need to do an interview the other time. <laughs> yeah you can do that anytime you just let me know <laughs> that sounds good <laughs> right i will catch you later then thank you so much no worries have a great weekend bye hester see ya